What's going on guys, your boy Chris here from Metro DCMFC. Thank you for joining me in today's video and Happy New Year. I hope you had an amazing 2023 and hopefully Real Madrid can bless us with many more trophies, great moments, great Clásicos in this year 2024. So I wanted to touch on some things before our first game against Mallorca and that is the renovation of Carlo Ancelotti, the upcoming saga, because you know it's going to be a saga from uh, Kylian Mbappé with Real Madrid. So first I'll start with Carlo Ancelotti, which has been kind of like, I guess the older news, it came out probably three, four days ago. And basically Real Madrid has decided to renew Carlo Ancelotti mid-season, which is a little bit rare because Real Madrid tends to do it at the end of the season, because that's when you see if the, you know, the season was a failure or a success or, you know, or, or if it was lukewarm, it just shows you that Fernandino really likes Ancelotti and he really appreciates the work he has done. I think this season so far, I think it has been the best coaching season for Carlo Ancelotti because he's been forced to really work on his tactics because we've had players out. And I guess when, um, when you have a lot of key players out, especially like Courtois Militao and Alaba for, you know, the whole season, that forces you as a coach, instead of being more of like, hey, let's just put the, the best 11 and that's it. Let's actually think about it. Let's switch the formation. He gets a lot of merit because he, he you know, he's the one that uh, put Jude Bellingham as a number 10 role, which nobody thought about before him. And he also switched to that 4-2-2-2 uh, uh, formation that has been working wonders for us. He put Fede Valverde with Cross. I mean, it's just been really, really good. Funny enough, even though it's a little unorthodox to renew Carlo Ancelotti mid-season, it's always best, always best practice to wait to the end of the season. I think it's also very strategic, and this is going to link to the Mbappé case, is that Real Madrid wants to have clear what their goals are at, and they really want to show kind of like that no excuse from Mbappé, kind of like, hey, we got all our ducks in a row. Here, we don't switch coaches like crazy, like, a, like in PSG or Man United or, or whatever other team. Uh, here, you know your coach is going to be Carlo Ancelotti. He's the man. He's the go. Our stadium is being built. The The team is happy. Like, there's no chaos with uh with the Real Madrid uh, narrative. So I think that's very strategic to just come into the new year. And if you want to negotiate with Mbappé, hey, bro, we already have a coach. None of that nonsense. Like, oh, we don't know the style. This is where you're going to get, whether you like it or not. You in or you out. So that's basically what I think Florentino wants to do with uh, Mbappé. Officially starting today, January 1st, Kylian Mbappé can negotiate with uh, Real Madrid or any other club in Europe that, that he wishes, or maybe in Saudi Arabia, uh, that he wishes to negotiate with, and he's able to leave on a free, right? So that means that the team that wants to go you know, buy Mbappé doesn't have to negotiate with uh, PSG. That means that whatever money, if there's a transaction between agents or uh, a fee, it's going to go directly to Mbappé's pocket. According to reports, Real Madrid is going to be offering the same deal that he was being offered two years ago. 130 million euros signing bonus, okay? And uh, I, I believe it's 26 million euros per season net, okay? So that's after taxes in Spain. Without make him the top earner in Real Madrid. And there's a lot of debate there because, you know, obviously, is he twice as good as uh, Vinicius Jr.? Because Vinicius Jr. earns half. Is he twice as good as Bellingham because he makes, you know, double than Bellingham? You know, there's a lot of debate is whether if we need him because we do have a lot of players up top. We have Endrick coming in next year and he's going to be like a total beast. So is it really worth upsetting the wage bill, setting the, the hierarchy of that uh, team by bringing Mbappé, right? So let's, let's, let's not forget that Mbappé scored a hat-trick in the World Cup. Um, so there's debate there. I do think Mbappé is better than Vini. Um, 
I do think he's better than Bellingham, but I have my reservations. You know what I mean? Because they do play different positions. They have different roles. Um, it's hard to say who's going to be greater because this is the first time we see uh, Bellingham kind of like at this top level, right? So everything indicates that he's going to maintain it. It could backfire on us because having a player that just upsets the, the hierarchy, the wage bill, it might be tricky. So Real Madrid have reported that, well, through through leaks, of course, not, not through the official website themselves. They have uh, reported that they're giving Mbappé until the 15th of January. And I like that. I like that because Real Madrid is coming out strong. They're learning from their mistakes that we made two years ago where we were just waiting and waiting to the very last second. And then we ended up without Mbappé and without Haaland, right? So I'm glad that we're giving a deadline. It's time to show we're serious. People are already saying that Mbappé really regretted uh, renovating his contract with PSG two years ago. So he's probably going to sign right away. And if they do sign, probably not going to announce it to the end of the season. But you know it's going to leak. You know, 100% it's going to leak. So I think Real Madrid will get it signed by the 15th, Kylian Mbappé. So if that doesn't happen, then, then Mbappé is just not human. Like, I, I don't understand how you have the greatest team in the world in history of soccer knocking on your door. They're trying to make you the project. That they're, they're trying to make you the, the poster boy. They're trying to make you the top earner, guaranteed legacy. I mean, through sponsors, through just just being iconic, you're probably going to get Ballon d'Or wins if you keep it up at your level. Uh, you're really going to step up your career. And if you keep saying no to that and this this being like, what, the third time, bro, you're, you have no feelings. Like you have no soul. You've sold your soul to the devil. You're going to be unhappy forever because these opportunities don't come like this is not normal Real Madrid wants you as the chosen one whatever he chooses this is going to be uh very very telling uh to what kind of player he is because this is glory guys this is glory uh we all we're all famous with uh I think Jude Bellingham says that he wanted glory instead of money something like that he was very very strong with rejecting like you know Arabic money and Qatar money and all that stuff. So, you know, let's learn from Jude Bellingham. And I think um, a team with Kylian Mbappé, I mean, obviously it's going to be a lot better. And then you become a top, top contender. And if he comes in and he performs and he's that good where he's doing like Cristiano numbers, then no one's going to care about the wage bill because it's like, yo, yeah, this guy's good. I'm good. But this guy does double what I do on the, on the pitch. So he's going to make more. So... Yeah, guys, let me know you guys' thoughts about Ancelotti, um, you know, renovating midseason, which is not normal for Real Madrid. And let me know your thoughts about this upcoming saga from uh, Kylian Mbappé. Do you guys think he's going to sign? Do you, do you guys think he's not going to sign? And also, I'm very excited to see Arda Gullert against the Mallorca game. They're reporting that he's going to make his debut there. Hopefully he does. They've been saying that for since the beginning of the season. They've been saying, hey, he's going to debut against Villarreal, against Sociedad, against blah, blah, blah. And he never ends up making his debut. So, happy 2024. See you guys on the next. A la Madrid.